You're listening to the Cornerstone Word of Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this teaching from Pastor Mark. For more information on our church, please visit cwol.org. Um, the Lord has really been speaking to us over this year. And um, in case you're new to the church, let me just review some things about uh, prophecy or tongues and interpretation. Um, you know, a lot of times when someone gives an utterance, uh, we call it all prophecy. Prophecy, simple prophecy, is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. And then when there's, uh, you know, and then a, a word of wisdom would be something about the future. And that comes through the avenue of prophecy. And a lot of times people call the, the whole thing prophecy. But in the prophecy, sometimes there's words of wisdom, meaning the Lord is saying something about the future. And so the Bible says that the manifestations of the Spirit are given to profit everybody. And, um, you know, most of the times words of wisdom or about the future come through the avenue of prophecy or even tongues and interpretation. And the Bible told, Paul told Timothy by the Holy Ghost to war a good warfare with the prophecy that is spoken over you. And so when an utterance comes forth, um, we need to value it. We need to value it. And so if you're new, uh, and just because I want everybody on the same page, is um, a lot of times for me, um, I'll be ministering, and then suddenly I'll have a tongue, and it kind of almost, I'm not just trying to make things up. I mean, it's kind of like out of the blue, um, because my tongue is already hooked up with my heart, and then, you know, the Holy Ghost will want to say something else. It's not something I plan. It's not something I've meditated on. It's not something I've thought about. Most of the time, it obviously goes with what I'm ministering on, but it'll be an inspired utterance even beyond what's already being inspired, but it's directly from the Holy Ghost. In other words, done correctly, the person giving it really doesn't have control over what's being said except to give utterance to it. In other words, it doesn't come from the mind. It doesn't come from the soul. It comes from the Holy Spirit through the person's spirit. And a lot of times the, the higher the gifting, you know, the more, um, the more uh, oomph there is to it, the more anointing there is to it, the more kapow there is to it sometimes. But, and so when the Lord gives me those things, and, you know, during the first parts of the year, it's not something I try to do. In other words, I didn't pray all weekend to try to get you a word for 2022. And as a matter of fact, the Holy Ghost already said something. And so that's why I'm starting with what he already said. If he wants to say something else, he will. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So I want to start with this, and I said it uh, last Wednesday, but uh, on March the 23rd, we have different um, meetings, like with we have an under-shepherds meeting for all the pastors, those who teach on a regular basis around here, youth, children, uh, you know, the associates, our, ourselves, and it's a small group. And then we have a deacons meeting. Those would be people who are in charge of praise and worship, in charge of um, the ushers, in charge of the nursery, in charge of different areas of the church. Then we have an overall leaders meeting, which we include the board members, and we include the teachers in school and ministry and Bible Institute. So this was a leaders meeting. And so, again, um, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but I was preaching and an utterance came forth. I don't know if it was a tongue and interpretation, but um, this is what the Holy Ghost said. So I want you to really get these words because we're going to jump off of them. We're not going to spend a long time, but we're going to jump off of them. For I will visit you and you will rejoice. And you, I gave a tongue again, this is a season to be grateful. 
This is a season to rejoice. So a season. There's a season. So this season is a season for us, the church, to rejoice. This is a season to shout. This is a season to dance and be glad. For I will cause you to rejoice because you will see the things that I will do in your midst. But begin to be grateful, begin to rejoice. So this is back in March. Begin to be glad. And so he talked to the leaders about this. Begin to be glad and leave the care of this world behind. For all they do, cares, all they do is choke out my word that is living on the inside of you. So one of your enemies continuing to go into this season is care. One of your enemies is fear. It chokes out the word of God in you. So he said, so lift up your eyes and rejoice. And be glad. And even the heathen. So that means we're going to be so glad and so rejoicing that just like Psalms 126 says, and even the heathen, those that are not born again, will, uh, will say the Lord has done great things for them. And you will say the Lord has done great things for us, for whereof we are glad. Everybody say, I'm glad. glad. And then in December, uh, just not very long ago, on the 12th, in the second um, service, there's a lot that was said. Um, well, I'm going to read, I think I'm going to read the whole thing. So as you enter into what you deem as next year, how many know there's no time in God? But he gave, on the earth, he gave us seasons, and he gave us time, and we're leaving 2021 behind, praise the Lord. Put a tombstone on it and don't go visit it. Uh, leave it behind, whether it was good or bad or ugly, just leave it behind. You can't, you can't go forward looking behind. What, uh, what you deem to be next year, be mindful to keep your eyes only on me. Everybody say, eyes up. Eyes up. What, so what does that mean? Eyes only on Jesus. Amen. Look upward. Have a steadfast gaze, and that steadfast gaze, remember uh, the old covenant when they put the serpent on the pole, what did he say would cure them? A steadfast gaze. Not a casual look. A steadfast gaze. Have a steadfast gaze on things that are above where you are seated and where I am seated in the heavenly realm. Pay not as much attention. So obviously we have been paying too much attention. Pay not as much attention. He didn't say bury your head in the sand. He didn't say act stupid. Listen, um, when this pandemic began two years ago, which I thought would last a month, didn't you? Um, the Holy Ghost gave me two things. He said to me personally and told me to tell you, number one, don't be arrogant in your faith. And number two, he said, don't be in fear. And I was listening to one of my favorite ministers. I'll drop his name, uh, Brother Keith Moore. And he said, and I hadn't heard him say this until uh, I was listening to something he just ministered not very long ago. He said, remember what the Lord told me at the beginning of the pandemic. He said, number one, don't be in fear. And he said, uh, don't be foolish with your faith. He just said it a different way to him, right? He said, don't be foolish with your faith. Well, you know, if we're in faith, then whatever. Well, no, remember the devil told, uh, came to Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself off this rock, right? And, and what did Jesus answer back? Don't tempt. It is also written, don't tempt the Lord your God. So he's not talking about um, not, pay, you know, not paying attention to what's going on. It's just don't let it rule you. Amen. Don't let it run you. Are you, are you, are you, are you pay not as much attention to those things that are around you. i got to hurry up because i got to get to all this stuff. For they will confound you. So if you pay too much attention to what's going on, it will confound you. But if you'll look up. Everybody say, I'm looking up. If you'll look up, if you'll understand the season. 
What season? And, and the time, you'll, if you understood the season, you'd greatly rejoice, he said. If you understood the season, I don't know. I, I think uh, you can rejoice bringing in the harvest. At harvest season, they rejoice. If you understood the season, you'd greatly rejoice for what I will do for you in this next season. So he said, as you look forward, he called it the next season. I will bring much joy and power and an overcoming to the church like never before. For you'll need it for this hour. For my grace shall you walk in. For my grace shall you stand. And you'll surely see my great and mighty hand. You will know the arm, my arm is not shortened. My hand is not closed. For I'll protect my children and all will know. The land of Goshen will have nothing on you. You'll see my power. You'll see my virtue. For it's but listen, here we go. It is time to rejoice. It is time to be glad. Lay aside the mourning, lay aside the sackcloth, lay aside those things that would depress you and keep you down. For it's time to lift up a shout, it's time to lift up a praise, it's time to dance and be glad in my name. For I tell you, and I've told you, and I'll tell you again, rejoice and be glad. Let my redeemed say so, for it's time of, this time of triumph, it's a time of victory. Have I not told you? So again, rejoice and be glad and rejoice evermore. There is no time to be sad, so lift up your voice, lift up your praise, and together we go to proclaim his holy name. Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Son, Jesus the Savior, Jesus the Healer, the one who is the coming king. And then I think I laughed a little while. Hallelujah. I want you to know this. Um, you know, rejoicing, the word rejoice means to show great joy and delight. So the word rejoice, everybody say rejoice. The word rejoice means to show forth great joy and delight. So if someone is rejoicing, they're showing forth, in this case, the joy of the Lord. How many of you know the joy of the Lord is your strength? I said the joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, how do you get joy? I did find his word. I did eat it. And it was the joy and the rejoicing of my soul. Jesus himself said that if you'll ask, ask, and the Lord will be able to give it to you, the Father will give it to you, so that you're, you would have a fullness of joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy lives on the inside of your born-again spirit. Joy is something that you have on the inside of you. Joy then can be made manifest through you as a child, and a, a, a child of God. So when you rejoice, you show forth God's joy and his delight. The Bible says in Philippians 4 and 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Well, you know, pastor, there's sometimes that it's not time to rejoice. It's just there's not, it's not the right time. Well, that's antichrist. No, no, pastor, the Bible says to weep with those who weep. Yes, it does say that. And sometimes, but he says weeping endures for the night and joy comes in the morning. Are, do things happen that cause us to weep? Yeah. But we don't mourn like the world mourns. And the psalmist said, <laughs> the psalmist said in uh, Psalms 126, verse 5, it says, you know, you sow in tears, but you, you, you do what? What season are you in? See, if the Lord's telling you to rejoice, he's telling you what season you're in. Come on, it's your due season. 
It's your due season. Well, it's always your due season. I get that because the word of God always produces. But you see, when the Holy Ghost with the word of wisdom tells you what's coming, he's trying to prepare you because, you know, sometimes there's extra things that he, um, he reveals. There's something that he wants to do within a season. Jesus was born on the earth in his season. Jesus went to the cross in his season. And the Holy Ghost is trying to tell you that 2022 can be for you. It doesn't have to be. It's up to you. It's not up to him. It could be a good due season for you if you'll just rejoice. No, if you'll just rejoice. If you'll just rejoice. He didn't say you had to memorize two-thirds of the scripture. He said this season, if you just rejoice. If you just rejoice, if you just show forth joy, come on, because it's your season to reap. It's your seed. You sow in tears, but you reap in joy. Well, Pastor Mark, you know, there's a lot of people going through a lot of things. Well, do you want to help them? Or do you want, or you want, to, or you want to keep them stuck? Or do you want them to stick you and stick, you know, put, keep you in place? No. Listen, I, I get it. Uh, you know, if someone's going through trauma and, and, and something's going on, it's not the time to go, let's all laugh together. Ha, ha, ha. You get it? But the truth of the matter is, here in church, and anytime you can, when it's appropriate, and it's, and it's always appropriate, you got to find the right venue maybe, but it's always appropriate to rejoice. Always appropriate to rejoice. It's always appropriate to rejoice. Because he said rejoice, and again in the Lord always, and again I said rejoice. Now listen, so Psalms 126.5 says we reap in joy. What are the results of rejoicing? What are the results of showing forth joy? Now you know these. They're not anything different than you know. But I'm just going to remind you of some things that happen when, because what does rejoicing look like? Showing forth, forth joy. If you look in the scriptures, and we might get to some of them, a lot of times joy has laughter to it. You wouldn't think of someone uh, in joy, with, you know, they look like they've been sucking on lemons or eating dill pickles, right? You wouldn't say, oh, you look joyful. Joyful looks like laughter. It looks like a smile. It, it looks cheered up. Not teared up, cheered up. Amen. That's what it looks like. So someone walking in joy, manifesting joy, they have a look to them. They have a certain talk. They have, they have a certain pep in their step. Right? And, and, and depression looks a certain way. And being afraid looks a certain way. Right? And those are all things you and I have to deal with. But... But the Lord is saying something to us. So number one, do you want to reap? Is it your due season? Come on, just by faith, say, it's my due season. Come on, I'm not just talking about something everybody says every year. Oh, this is the year of your due season. The Holy Ghost is saying that this next season, it, he's going to do some things. And if you would just rejoice. Come on, it just reminds me of the, um, you know, the, the, the king or whatever who went over to, I don't know which one, it was Elijah or Shah, one of the Shahs or Jahs, one of the Elis, uh, went over them. And, and you remember uh, his, um, his maid or whatever said, you know, there's a prophet where I'm from. And, and so he went there and, and the pro he came to the prophet and the prophet told him to go dip in the river. And it was dirty. And he's like, I could have done that at home. You know, who am I? You know, I'm a king. You know, you want me to dip? 
And the, the, the prophet said, if the Lord would have told you a hard thing. You know, sometimes y'all looking too much for a hard thing. It can't be as easy as confession. It can't be as easy as saying something. That's too easy. Come on, add some more works to it. Give me some more hoops to jump through. Right? And so all he's saying is, come on, can you rejoice? Can you be glad? Can you cheer up? Yeah, and no matter what's going on, and this may be a season, you're going to need some cheer up, buddies. You're going to need some rejoicing, buddies. That's why the devil works overtime to keep you out of this building. That's why the devil works overtime to keep you out of this building. Because it's hard. See, it's easy when you're at home. It's easy when you're at work. It's easy when you're in a car by yourself and you got, you got a radio on or you got the news on. And they tell you how bad it is. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's bad. We're all going to die. You know, all that. But then you get to church and, and you see a couple spark plugs jumping up and down. You're like, hey, what are they so happy about? And you sit around them or whatever. And then you got the preacher up here screaming at you to rejoice and be glad. It's hard to sit there and be mad. It's hard. So when you get around other people, you're like, okay, there are people who believe like me. And, and it's important to do that. So I mean, I'm going to say it again. The Lord's not asking you to, uh, to do a hard thing. He's not asking you to do something you can't do. He said in this next season, if you just rejoice. <clears throat> so what does it look like? Sometimes it's shouting. So when the second batch of the Israelites were ready to, to go to Jericho, you all know the account. Remember what, what Joshua said. You know, remember what the Lord said to him. See, I've given you the city. <laughs> See, I've given you next year. See, see, it's your due season. See, can you see it? Can you see it's your due season? Can you see it's your time? Can you see it? See, I've given you the city. The walls are still up, still racing chariots around there. Rahab, who's living in her condo in, in, in the wall. Everything looks the same. But when Joshua said, shout, they all began to shout. They all began to shout. They all began to rejoice without any reason, without any proof, except God said, see, I've given you the city. See, I've given you the city. See, I've given you 2022. It's your season. It's your season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then you know what happened? The enemies were all around them at a certain time. If we had time, I'd make Pastor Rhonda get up and preach since she made, talked about my wild socks so much today. I almost tried to find some, but I kept my plain ones on. Hallelujah. Don't anybody be going to buy me no wild socks, all right? Um, but they were there. The enemies were all around them. What did, what, did, what did the prophets say do? Basically, it's time to shout. And so they appointed singers and shouters who would go before them, and they would shout what? 
<laughs> Woo! The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Now, I love the way Pastor Rhonda does this, and I can't really do it. Because she, 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 she kind of, you know, if you were, you were out in front and you were, you know, coming in contact with three uh, enemies that had real spears and bows and arrows that could kill you, and God's answer was a shout, you might give it all you had. You might give it all you had. It wasn't any... The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. There wasn't any of that. No. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. And what happened? The enemy, which there were many, they turned on one another. I don't know what happened to the last one. He must have said, they all gone, even though I'm the last one standing. And he might have taken his, I don't know what happened, but he's gone. And what happened? They carried away the spoils. Took them a long time. Three days. (laughs) Whatever that is. All right. Well, you know... Acts 16.25, Paul and Silas in jail, and at midnight they did what? They sang praisers, so much so that the, the prisoners heard them. Is that me, Robert? Are you going to get me something different, Robert? <laughs> we'll give you the handheld until he gets up here. I'll, I'll just use the handheld. There you go. I'll just use the handheld. Hallelujah. So what happened to Paul and Silas in jail? They began to sing, but loud enough that the prisoners heard them. So again, it's not this delicate praise. There was no kumbaya. Lord, we love you. Lord, you're good. There was none of that. The prisoners all heard them. Again, circumstances not looking so hot. Now, I used to preach it this way. <laughs> when, you know, they began to praise, the, the power of God came down, an earthquake, not a uh, human earthquake, because human earthquakes destroy things. But this powerful earthquake did what? It caused their bands to be loose. And, you know, I, I probably, you know, I think I've changed because I preached it so many times. But I would run. But they didn't, they weren't praising to get out because they stayed there because the jailer almost killed himself. But they said, we're all still here. So still, the deal is this. Your, my point is this. Your shout, your rejoicing, your praise changes things. So can you all agree with me? There's great results in rejoicing. Amen. Let me remind you again. When should I rejoice? Always. Psalms 34. Bless the Lord at all times. When is it appropriate to rejoice? All times. 
right? First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice evermore. What does that mean? Rejoice all the time. Pray without ceasing. And then what verse 18 says, in everything give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Amen. Ephesians 5.20, give thanks always. How often are you to give thanks or how often are you to rejoice? Always. We're supposed to do it always. Everybody say always. When is it appropriate to rejoice? When should you be rejoicing? Now, I want to show you some things that you as good word of faithers or whatever you call yourselves or whatever they call us, you may not like these, but the truth of the matter is tough times happen. Doesn't mean it's the will of God. Doesn't mean God sends them. The, the devil is the God of this world. And so because you live in the earth, because you live in the fallen world that it is, it doesn't have to touch you, but things come your way. And a lot of times when things come your way, you and I, like the rest of the human race, tend to get somber, tend to be very inward. And what the Holy Ghost is trying to get you and I to do, I'm not talking about just you, trying to get me to do, is to rejoice. Listen to these. Romans 5.3. Romans 5.3. It says, to glory in tribulation. It says to glory, in, and not only, okay, all right, it says to do what? <laughs> what? In the middle of the trial. In the middle of it. Glory in it. No, 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 I'm rebuking it. Well, yeah, you can rebuke it, but at the same time, you, you, what does that mean? Glory in it. That means I'm going to shout my way out of this. I want to give glory to God. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out of this. <laughs> Romans 12, 12. It says to rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Pray continually. So what am I supposed to I'm rejoicing in a joyful, confident expectation in the middle of a tribulation. And I'm just going to continue to pray. No, but I got to rejoice in the hope, in the expectation that I'm coming out. But there's a tribulation going on. There's a problem going on. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 13. Y'all with me? First Peter chapter 4, 12 through 13. I think we're just getting our breath. We're going to, do, we're going to, we're going to be like, we're going to explode here in a minute. First Peter chapter 4, 12. Yeah, that one. Beloved, thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial which has come to try you. As so some strange thing has happened to you. Why? Because there's a devil. Because you live in the fallen world. So it's not strange, but he said, but rejoice. Come on, when the fiery trial shows up, that's the time you ought to rejoice. Not retreat, not try to figure out why it's happening. What's up with this? I can tell you what's up. There's a devil. That's all you need to know. Well, did I cause this? Did you cause this? Did they cause, you know, whatever. No, no, now's not the time. What are you supposed to do? But rejoice. But rejoice. What? During the fiery trial. 
come on. Well, it's, it's easy to rejoice when everything is fine. Be glad when everything is fine. That's called happiness. That's dependent on circumstances. Come on, let us be real believers. Let us be real believers. Come on, when am I going to rejoice? Always. When am I going to rejoice? Well, I'm especially going to do it during a fiery trial. I want to do it when it don't look good. Amen? Come on. Paul's in the bottom of the boat, and he hears from the Lord. And he goes up to everybody, and he tells them they're all going to live, you know. He said that we're, the ship's going to be destroyed, but we're all going to be all right. What's the first thing he said to them? He told them to cheer up. Why? Because I've heard from the Lord. Well, let me tell you something. Either you believe that God spoke through me, or you don't. And everything I spoke, if you'll study it out, is Scripture. He just put it together. And it's not something I could do on my own. Well, I could if I studied it out and you tried to do it. And all that rhyming stuff, I'm not really good at that. I, can try, I try that on my own. It just doesn't work out. So I think the Holy Ghost gets a special kick out of when he does rhymes through me because I can't do them on my own. They make no sense, and they're not good, and they're not funny, and they're, they're, they're pathetic, actually. But when the Holy Ghost does it, even while I'm doing it, I'm like, that's so cool. I have to be careful that I don't get lost in it. You know, it's like a psalm, a hymn, a spiritual song. There's a rhythm to it. And so that's what he did, especially the one in December. There was a rhythm to it. And so, he's just, so what is he saying? He, he, he's telling us, just like the Apostle Paul when he came up, up on the top of the ship, he told them all to cheer up. What's the Holy Ghost telling you? It's your due season. How are you going to get it manifested? You're going to have to rejoice. And if he told you something hard, would you do it? But see, this is not hard. Well, yeah, it's hard in the fact that everything out there may not look like it's time to rejoice, but we're not looking out there. We're looking in here, and we're looking in here, and we're looking at what the Holy Ghost said. And he said, it's time to rejoice. He said, it's time to rejoice. He said, it's time to cheer up. Come on, he said, it's time. I can tell you something, even the last couple years, even people in the body of Christ who are writing music, no one is writing anything full of joy. There's nobody writing anything full of joy. There's nothing, there's no one writing any praise. It's all somber, and it's all about us. I want to sing about me. I don't want to sing about me. I want to sing to him. I want to praise him. So we may have to start writing our own music around here. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm telling you that the Lord is trying to say something. Come on, it's just so easy to fall into what's going on in the world. But he said, if you just rejoice... If you just be glad, it's your due season, and I'm going to manifest some things for you. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Okay, well, we're getting there. So we just read through the Psalms. I read through most of them. I didn't post as good as Pastor Rhonda. But I noticed David, dude, had a lot of hard stuff going on. I never noticed this so much before. Sometimes I thought, man, you know, I'll, you know, I hope he's not listening right now, but it's kind of some whining in there, you know, I mean, it's just like, and he was talking to the Lord, and that was old covenant, and he had a lot of enemies coming against him, because he was God's anointed, 
Probably a lot of people throwing up his past to him. Because he did, he did that publicly. He messed up publicly. His family fell apart publicly. So a lot of enemies coming at him. But his heart, that's why God called him a man after his own heart. So he would tell some things to the Lord. But I love it when he said, soul, why are you disquieted? He didn't catch himself while he was talking. Soul, God didn't even have to answer back to him. He said, soul, why are you disquieted within me? You will yet praise the Lord for the joy of his You will yet. He grabbed himself, shook himself a little bit. Come on, he's saying it's time to praise the Lord. Now, I don't know if all these are David. I didn't really take time to look at them. And there's so many in here, but I went through and picked out a few of my favorites. And now, you've already been doing it, but this is the interactive part of the service. You're going to need to do it. You're going to need to, are you all ready to do it? Well, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I will, yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> The word halal. The word halal. Yeah. Do you have it memorized? Yeah. What it means. Halal. Halal. Do you have it memorized? Okay. I'll read it. I'm going to read it. And you're going to come do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. I didn't write it. I surely wrote it down. Oh, you got it? I swore I wrote that. Okay. Here. You can do that, and I'm going to put my microphone back on. <laughs> the only thing I remember from the actual definition is uh, to be clamorously foolish, to rave. It's actually the word that's used when David faked insanity before the king. Uh, and, you know, it's, that's our word, halal. You know, the world thinks they can rave. We don't even need the substance. And it started with God. So all that means is you're going crazy for God. You ready? Are you ready? Hallelujah! Now you know what it means. You can sit down. I'm going to give you some things here. Psalms 9, verses 1 and 2. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O thou most high. I we're going to praise you with my whole. So the Lord's not interested in your lip service right now. Right. This is a whole heart thing. I will show forth your marvelous works. In other words, when I praise you, then the marvelous works of God are going to begin. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I begin to praise him, then the marvelous works of God will begin to pop like popcorn. Hallelujah. 
I remember we were praying out some things earlier, not very many months ago, but he kept saying divine interruptions, divine. You can interrupt my service if you get up out of a wheelchair and start walking and running around. You can interrupt my service, hallelujah, when you get a miracle, glory to God. Amen. It's not an interruption when it's a Holy Ghost interruption. I'm not talking about the flesh. I'm not talking about people being silly. I'm talking about God doing something. I'm talking about God moving. And when we praise him, the Bible says it'll show forth his glorious and mighty works. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, you want to see God do something right now? You want to see God do something in our hour? Then we ought to praise him. Come on, we ought to rejoice in him. We ought to be glad in him. Hallelujah. 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 I praise you, Lord, with my whole heart. Show forth your extravagant, mighty works in this room and through these people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 14. It says that I may show forth all your praise at the gate of thy daughter Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. Psalms 35, 9 says nearly the same thing. How many of y'all glad you saved? Now, salvation doesn't mean just going to heaven. The New Testament word means uh, healing. It means provision. It means to be protected. It means salvation saved ongoing. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You're, you're saved. You can run into his pavilion and you're safe. Come on. You are healed. It doesn't matter what tries to attack you, even if it temporarily gets on your body. You're the healed of the Lord. Amen. He says, my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. One of the things you got to be glad about, because people say, I don't have anything to rejoice about. Oh, you got everything to rejoice about. You got, not only are you missing hell, you are protected. Not only are you missing hell, you are healed. Not only are you missing hell, you are provided for. Not only are you he- saved, missing hell, you are saved ongoing. Hallelujah. You are in the wisdom of God, my soul, my soul shall be joyful. Come on, I'm going to be joyful. Are you glad you're saved? Are you glad you're saved? The Lord's going to show you his salvation in 2022. You're going to have reason to be rejoicing. He said to you, the land of Goshen will have nothing on you. The land of Goshen will have nothing on you. Hallelujah. In case you're not familiar with Goshen in the Old Testament, why are you all so excited about Goshen? What's a Goshen? What's a Goshen? Well, Goshen is where the children of Israel lived in Egypt. And when all the plagues came, the lights were still on in Goshen. There were no flies in Goshen. Come on, the firstborn was protected in Goshen. Woo, I have to be careful because that's my next sermon coming up, living in Goshen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Psalms 30, Psalms 30, (sighs) glory to God, (laughs) Psalms 30, verse um, 11 and 12, thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing, (laughs) maybe you had something to mourn? But the Lord turned your captivity and he turned your mourning into dancing. 
He turned your mourning into dancing. He turned your, thou hast put off my sackcloth. What is sackcloth? Well, in the old covenant, when something bad would happen, they would put on sackcloth and have ashes. And to show their grief, you know, whoever threw their ashes the best and the highest and the most, they were the most grievous. You know, they were, they were grieving the most. So they had these sackcloth. And so the Holy Ghost even said to us, now he brought this up. It's not something I talk about or even think about. But he said, it's time to put off your sackcloth. No, it's time to trade in. It's time to trade it in. There's a new model out. There's some new clothes for this season. It's called a garment of praise. Come on, it's called a garment of praise. A garment of praise. For a spirit of heaven, I'm going to put on. I, I got to put it on, though. I got to put it on. I got to put it on. You're nothing but a bunch of put-ons. Well, sometimes you got to put stuff on. You got to put it on. You got to put it on. You got to put it on. He, he, he's torn my mourning into dancing. You put off my sackcloth, girded me with glass. In other words, that's not what, I'm not wearing sackcloth anymore. Now I'm girded. My clothing is now gladness. My, I, I'm wrapped in gladness. I'm wrapped in gladness. To the end, that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Amen. Amen. Come on. It's going to get so good. And as you're in the glory, you're going to sing to him. And you're not going to be silent. This is not a season to be silent. I'm not talking about adding what you think on Facebook. I'm talking about it's not time to be silent in your praise. It's not, it's not something you keep to yourself. I, 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 I'm, I'm just as your pastor because I love you. I'm going to make you do this. I've even changed up praise and worship. I had a conference with Ted and Gail. And even if we got to pull some old songs out, if you haven't noticed it this morning, and I think last time we did it, the, yeah, the Sunday only, we did it, um, we're, I, you're going to praise him. No, you're going to praise him. You're going to praise him. I'm going to help you out. I'm gonna, well, that's just not my personality. Well, it's time to get rid of that personality and put on a new garment. It's time to put on a new garment. Come on, it's time to put on a new garment. And we're going to praise him. We're going to pray. We're still going to worship him. We're still going to honor him. But it's time for you to get your praise on. It's time for you to get your dance on. It's time for you to be excited. Well, pastor, won't people get extreme? You know what? Right now, I'd rather have a little bit of wildfire than no fire at all. We got Pastor Belinda can take care of the wildfire. Hallelujah. But we can. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, it's time to get your praise on. It's time to lift up your voice with a shout. It's time to dance. It's time to shout. It's time to rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. See, I've given you the city. See, I've given you 2022. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. Hallelujah. All right, sit down just real quick. Psalms 32, 11. Psalms 32, 11. Woo! Psalms 32, 11. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous. <laughs> you righteous. 
One of the greatest revelations you can have is of your righteousness. Come on, old things have passed away. Come on, some of you right now, I know this one. Sometime the old man tries to creep back in. That, that one you crucified. The one you laid to rest. Sometimes he tries to come back. And, and we got to keep him under. But you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Come on, shout it out, I'm righteous. Come on, that makes you upright. That makes you holy. Come on, one of the greatest revelations you can have is of your righteousness. And he said, the righteous cry. Whoa. And the Lord, verse 17, says the righteous cry. I didn't mean to say that. It just popped out of me and it's right there. The righteous cry, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their trouble. Wow. That was right there. Hallelujah. Didn't mean to. Re- that was right there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Be glad and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you that are upright in heart. And it says in, in Psalm 68, come on, are you righteous? Come on, he's talking to you. He's talking to you. Psalm 68, verses 3 and 4. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Come on. He says, he's, what is he saying? Turn it up a notch. He said, let them exceedingly rejoice. Turn it up a notch. He needs you to turn it up a notch. Come on. He needs you to, he needs you to turn it up a notch. <laughs> Come on. It's time to turn it up. It's time to turn it up. Hallelujah. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name, extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Jah, and rejoice before him. Hallelujah. Woo. All right, we're getting there. Psalms 98. Psalms 98. Sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm has gotten him the victory. Woo. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness, has he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He has remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of Israel and to us, and all the ends of the earth has seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth, make a loud noise. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a harp, with a heart and a voice of the psalm, with trumpets and cornets. Make a joyful noise before the Lord your King. Amen. Come on. It's time to make a loud noise. It's time to shout unto God. It's time for the redeemed to say so. It's time for the redeemed to say so. It's, it's time for the saved ones to shout unto God. He wants to do something in this hour that we live in. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. Well, we're going to take communion. You say, okay, now let's all calm down. I don't want you to calm down. We're going to take communion. So the first time we see it, it's the Passover. And you got the children of Israel the covenant people of God who had disobeyed God and now they're in captivity. Joseph had gone there and, you know, things had gone, uh, gone wrong and Joseph saved the nation. And um, now we got the children of Israel because of the Pharaohs and stuff living in captivity. And so they finally called out to the Lord and they said, what? Remember your covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and, so what did, and Jacob. They invoked covenant. Do you have a covenant? Yes. It's a better covenant. Amen. 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 And so he, the Lord gave him, he told them what to do. Yes. He told them what to do. And when the Lord tells you what to do and you do it, it'll work. 
If he told you what to do and you do it, it'll work. For it's time to rejoice. It's time to be glad. Lay aside the mourning. Lay aside the sackcloth. Lay aside those things that would depress you and keep you down. For it's time to lift up a shout. It's time to lift up a praise. It's time to dance and be glad in my name. For I tell you, and I've told you, and I'll tell you again, rejoice and be glad. Let the redeemed say so, for it's, time of, it's a time of triumph. It's a time of victory. Have I not told you? So again, he keeps saying it. All he wants from you is just some rejoicing. And if you want to do good, you're going to turn it up a notch. Amen. So lift up your voice, lift up your praise, and we're going to just proclaim his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what they did, and we're going to do it tonight, we're going to remember. We're not only going to remember the Lord Jesus, we're going to remember the, the, the basis of Passover because that was them looking forward to Jesus. But we look back to what Jesus has done. But if what happened for them happened in the shadow, come on, I need you to release your faith tonight. What's going to happen for you in the real? So, so it's not just a ritual. He said, do this in remembrance of me till I come, right? But let's remember what the first Passover was. These slaves who were downtrodden, sick, they're slaves, have no rights, have no privileges. They're trapped. They're trapped. They can't get out, although they're covenant children. Instead, they call on the Lord. And he sends a deliverer. And then he gives them the way to get out. He gave them instructions on how to get out. He gave them instructions on how to get out. Because it was their due season. It was their time. It was their time. It was their time. Reminds me of Daniel. Remember one time he was looking into the records of prophecy and he realized they were pastime and he set himself to know and the Lord sent an angel to talk to him and then, then come on, the Lord has seasons. The Lord has time. What is it? Your, what's 2022 for you? Well, it's a year of your due season if you would just rejoice. That's his instructions. That's his instructions. That's his instructions, and it all lines up with the word. I'm not just talking about making noise for noise sake. I'm not just talking about having a good service where we're like, ooh, that was good, right before all the snow came. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that the Lord needs you and me to do going into 2022 as a lifestyle. He needs you to turn it up. He needs you to be in front of you. So I got, when you, your eyes pop up in the morning, instead of saying, oh, God, I got to go to work. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. While you're stuck up on 72 or at the arsenal trying to get in and the bozo in front of you forgot their whatever and they're holding up. This is the day the Lord has made. I rejoice. Come on. The bad news keeps coming. Whatever. Nope. This is the day the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. 
And so all the children of Israel, they did exactly what the Lord said, what, through Moses, what, what the Lord told Moses. They all got a lamb. And they had the biggest cookout in the history of cookouts. Come on, if you were an Egyptian and a million people were all roasting a lamb, the aroma, the smell, what is up with them crazy slaves? What's up with that? What's up with that? Because they're already nervous anyway because of all the flies, the blood in the river, right? The hail. They're already nervous anyway. The devil should be very nervous. I'm going to remind you of something. When it first just happened two years ago, we were in just staff meeting, uh, just praying. I think it was just the senior staff were in there. And just the spirit of fell, prayer fell or something. I don't know. We were pray- No, maybe it's just we were normal praying over cards or something. I don't know. It was in a staff meeting. And so, but suddenly we, a spirit of prayer fell, and we began to pray out things, and I began to laugh. And I began to say, I said this way, Father, you got him again. You got him again. And the scripture rolled up. If they would have known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. The devil, listen to me, the devil's not an idiot, but he should have learned his lesson. He always overplays his hand. Always. And God always wins. I have proof of it. There is a savior seated at the father's right hand with keys. With keys, with keys, with keys. And if the Lord would give us some hard thing, would you do it? I get it. Maybe sometimes you don't feel like rejoicing. You don't feel like laughing, but do it anyway. Make it a habit. Make it a pattern. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Now listen, remember what they did. The Lord gave them instructions. He said, um, get a staff in your hand. Put your shoes on your feet. Get your clothes on. Get your traveling clothes on, the ones that don't wrinkle. Because tomorrow, you're leaving. Because tomorrow, you're leaving. What did the Lord tell you? Get your dancing shoes on. Trade in last year's garment of sackcloth and put on a garment of praise. He told them to get a staff in your hand, but the Lord told you to get a shout in your mouth. So he told you. He said, rejoice, show forth the joy. Get a shout in your mouth. Come on, get a shout, get your, get your, I'm not a dancer, Pastor. I I can't do it in the natural either, except when the Holy Ghost comes on me, then I can do the wild dance. But, you know, I've told you all before, you know, if you can't do anything, at least, at least if you want to dance, just get up on your toe, do something. I mean, shake a leg, do something. Lord, Lord, I'm with you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, a little jump, something. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying you have to be like the Pentecostal women of old and shake your hair down or anything like that. 
course, I do love to see earring, earrings fly off of women and stuff because, I mean, when they get really at it. You know what I'm saying? We, get, we have to go through and pick them up. We like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. The Lord's not asking. He, he, he asked them to do this. They had to follow the instructions. Didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't they? Exactly. Come on. Get a staff in your hand. Get a shout in your mouth. Get your shoes on. Come on. Get your dancing shoes on. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He told them to eat it in haste or eat it on purpose. Because tomorrow you're going on a journey. Tomorrow you're going to the promised land. Tomorrow you're going. And they could have went all the way if they'd have just believed. They could have went all the way if they'd have just believed. But it's the same thing for us today. So we're going, we're going to do something a little different. Hallelujah. So uh, get your communion. If you didn't get one, lift your hand. The ushers will get you one. Oh, these are a different kind. We got little crackers in them. All right. All right. So lift your hand. We'll wait. Keep your hand lifted up so they can see you. You don't have to be a member of the church. You just have to be a member of the body of Christ. Everything between you and God and clear. If everything that's not clear between you and God, get it clear right now. We're going to do this on purpose. So this is in remembrance of him. Uh, this is a symbol, too, of letting go of something and moving forward. Right? Because that's what they did. And remember what this is. The blood represents the, the, the cup represents the blood of Jesus. The cracker represents the body of the Lord. But we're going to do it. A lot of times when we take this, everybody got one? Okay, y'all stand up. Let's all take, our, take your cracker out carefully. Then open up the juice carefully. I can never do this. Okay. I, here, you just, just I, I got just, it's a cup of thanks. I got it. No, you didn't open the juice. That's what I had trouble with. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Lord, have mercy. All right. Okay. It's all right. The Lord's not, he didn't leave because we, he didn't, he's still here. We're going to do it different. So I'm going to pray and we're going to take the bread and the cup right after it. But you're going to rejoice like you've never rejoiced before. We are not in the middle of a solemn assembly today. We're going to rejoice over the blood, what it's done for us. We're going to rejoice over the body, what the Lord has done for us. Listen to me. Just like he told them, tomorrow you're going on a journey. They were going into a physical promised land, but your promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. It is no less real. It is just as real as a, come on, remember, he said, get a staff in your hand. I'm telling you to get a shout in your mouth. He, he, he told them to get their shoes on. The Lord said to you, it's time to dance. It's time to rejoice. Come on, you might do a little bit of that. Hallelujah. And, and then, and then, hallelujah, you got to trade in those sackcloth. Come on, for a garment of praise. Come on, it's time to shout unto God. So, Father, we thank you for this bread that represents the body of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for this cup.
that represents the blood. So as we partake of this, the Lord's table, as we partake of the Passover, as we partake of communion tonight, Father, I thank you that you have delivered us out of 2021 and you are delivering us into our due season. You are delivering us into our due season. You are, hallelujah, you are delivering us into our due season. Go ahead. Are you ready? Are you ready? I mean, I want you to shout and I want you to rejoice. Hallelujah! We rejoice! Hallelujah! It's our due season! 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 We rejoice! We rejoice! We rejoice! Hallelujah! 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 Glory! Glory! Hallelujah! Come on, rejoice in the Lord! Rejoice in the Lord! Rejoice in the Lord! Rejoice! And again, I said rejoice! Shout unto God with the voice of triumph! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Glory to God! Hallelujah! 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 Can you imagine when they got done doing that? And really, that night... Nothing happened. The death angel came and he took the firstborn of everyone who had not had Passover. And then after that, they did it and then nothing happened except for the next day. Because during that night, right? And then what happened? The next day, the Bible says they spoiled the Egyptians. Everything Joseph had gotten for them, which legally, because of Joseph, belonged to the children of Israel. They didn't steal nothing. It was theirs. <laughs> God let the Egyptians use it for all those years, but it belonged to them. Come on. And they went every, everybody, come on. Hey, um, can I have that? Yeah, have that and take this too. Just get out. Just get out of here. Come on. You know what? They don't know it, but the world wants us to go to our due season. They want us to get in their promised land because it'll just make it better for them. Amen. So what you're doing is great spiritual worth. So while you're waiting in the night, just waiting on the Lord. Come on. We're out here waiting on the Lord. Because during that nighttime, things begin. Because these are all slaves. Right? So there's a million plus of them. They're hungry. They're, they're, they don't have anything. They're bricklayers. Come on. The Bible says there was not one sick or feeble among them. So during the night, they all got healed. I said during the night, they all got, everybody that was sick got healed. 
Anybody that was sick got healed while they were waiting. While they were waiting. While they were sleeping. While they were sleeping. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> while they were sleeping. While they obeyed God. See, all you got to do is rejoice and be glad. And while you're doing what God told you to do, someone could get healed. You can get healed. Come on, during the middle of the night, as they're waiting to get out of the promised land, God begins to work. God begins to work. God, they don't see anything. Maybe in my, well, they wake up and they're all healed. Hallelujah. This is going on. And then they go to their neighbor's house and, and they give them everything. Amen. We hope you were inspired by today's message. If you want to hear more from the Word of God, head over to cwol.org. Check us out on YouTube or any social platform under at Madison. We believe God is working within you and we want you to know Him so you too can make Him known.